With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon, the Marlins and the Braves got together on a Sunday afternoon for a rubber match of their three-game weekend series. The Marlins checked in 19-25, and 25, the Braves at 22-25. and 25. Eliezer Hernandez went opposite of Max Freed. And the key for Eliezer yesterday, he had to find a way to keep the ball in the ballpark. The rubber match goes to the Braves here at Truist Park on this Memorial Day weekend, Sunday afternoon, 6-3, the final score. And for the Atlanta Braves, they have now won five of the first nine games in this 19-game season series. Good to be back with you. This is the 10th inning show. The Marlins now 19-26. The Braves improved to 23-25. That after a 6-3 win. The Atlanta Braves double up the Marlins here at Truist Park this afternoon. A ball game that was started by Eliezer Hernandez and Max Freed for the Atlanta Braves. Max Freed in his career against the Marlins has had all sorts of troubles. The troubles that Eliezer Hernandez has run into to is he can't keep the ball in the ballpark. That would be a theme here this afternoon. The Miami Marlins took a 1-0 lead this afternoon after, with two outs, Jorge Soler did a little damage in the first. The 1-2 pitch is swung on and hit high in the air, belted left center field, going back, Harris still going back, at the warning track, at the wall, looking up, see you later! Jorge Soler hits his 10th home run of the season with nobody on and two out here at the top of the first inning. The Marlins draw first blood this afternoon. It's 1-0 here in the first. And that would not be the only home run that Jorge Soler hit today. Unfortunately, the second one wouldn't matter. 1-0 Miami after a half inning of play until the Braves came to bat in the first with two outs, Marcelo Zuna. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Marcel. He swings and hammers the ball to center field. It's going to back Sanchez up, still going back. Looking up, it's gone. Woo! That ball got off the bat of Marcelo Zuna in a hurry, and it was a frozen rope to dead central, one-to-one. And for Ozuna, he wouldn't be done hitting long balls this afternoon. 1-1 after the Ozuna home run in the first. The next man to follow in the first was Austin Riley. The 1-1 pitch to Riley is swung on and hit high in the air. This is belted. Deep left center field. The Braves have gone back-to-back here in the first. It's 2-1 Atlanta. And it was a tough first inning for Eliezer, and it didn't get much better from there. In the second, Ozzie Albies doubled to lead off the frame, and he was followed by the hot-hitting designated hitter, William Contreras. Bottom of the second, here's the nothing-and-one offering to William Contreras, and he hits it hard down the left field line. That's going to bring an extra base hit. Scoring easily from second is Ozzie Albies. Atlanta three, Miami one, bottom of the second inning. So the Atlanta offense was firing on all cylinders. Miami would leave a man in the third. It was 3-1 to one headed to the bottom of the third inning and leading off the bottom of the third, Marcelo Zuna. To pitch to Marcel is walloped. Deep to left field. Look out. 
halfway up the bleachers and left. Ozuna has started his afternoon two for two with a pair of homers, and Atlanta leads this ball game four to one. It was the third home run of the afternoon for the Atlanta Braves, the second for Ozuna, and for the second time in Eliezer's career, he's allowed three home runs in a game. The other time, April of this season, against these Atlanta Braves. It was 3-0 after 3. Eliezer Hernandez worked four innings this afternoon, allowed seven hits, four runs, all earned, no walks and three strikeouts. The first ten hits of the day by the Atlanta Braves, eight of them went for extra bases. The Miami offense didn't get a whole lot going. Um, they stranded a guy in the third. They couldn't do anything with a one-out single by Miguel Rojas in the fourth inning. Uh, in the fifth, they got a two-out walk from Jorge Soler, uh, but they left, uh, let's see here. No, oh, I take that back. Actually, the fifth inning was probably the biggest threat of the afternoon. Miami, uh, Williams Astadio singled, so too did Nick Fortes, who had a really nice 2022 debut. And then after a pair of strikeouts, Jorge Soler walked, and Garrett Cooper bounced out to the pitcher Max Fried in the fifth inning that ended that bases-loaded threat, a point in the ballgame in which Miami was still trailing 4-1. to one. We went to the fifth inning, 4-1, to one, bottom five, Tommy Nance on for Miami. The leadoff man, Dansby Swanson, singled. Marcelo Zuna popped out in the foul territory to Garrett Cooper. And following Ozuna once again, here came Austin Riley. Here comes the 2-2 pitch to Austin Riley, and he shoots one down the right field line. It's a fair ball up against the sidewall. Swanson can trot home. It's an RBI double for Austin Riley. The lead extends. It's 5-1 here in the fifth. And it only got worse from there. The next man up was Matt Olson. He's one for two with the double. Pitch he sees is hit high in the air to right field. De La Cruz back, still going back. Looking up, he's going to have to play it off the wall. The ball ricochets into shallow right field. Matt Olson has a double. Scoring from second is Austin Riley. It's Atlanta six and Miami one here in the fifth. After five, this ball game nearly out of reach for the Marlins. Max Fried went six innings, allowed six hits, a run it was earned, three walks and five strikeouts. Jackson Stevens got the seventh for the Braves. He hit Nick Fortes in the head to start the inning. Fortunately, the pitch kind of grazed the top of his helmet, didn't get him flush on the back of the head. Fortes was okay, stayed in the game, hit by a pitch to start the seventh. John Birdie bounced out to third base. Jazz Chisholm bounced out one unassisted. So with a man on first base and two outs in the seventh, Miami trailing by five, Jorge Soler came to bat. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Soler swings and powers the ball high in the air, deep to left field. Get out of here, baby. Soler with his second of the afternoon, and it's now Atlanta 6 and Miami 3 here at the top of the seventh inning. It was the 10th time in Jorge Soler's career that he said multiple home runs in a ball game. Unfortunately, the Marlins would not get any closer in this ball game today. The good news for Miami out of the bullpen, Dylan Floro tossed a perfect sixth. Lewis Head tossed a perfect seventh. And Richard Blyer worked for the first time in 23 days. He allowed a hit in the eighth inning, and that was all. So Floro, Head, and Blyer got out of the bullpen. Nance had the hiccup there in the fifth inning. Hernandez was pulled after just four innings after having allowed four runs all earned on seven hits with no walks and three strikeouts. A.J. Minter worked a clean eighth inning for the Atlanta Braves. We went to the ninth in a 6-3 to three game. 
Matt Olson, uh, check that. Let's try that again. Uh, Joey Wendell pinch hit for Williams Astadio leading off the top of the ninth. He flew out to right field. Jesus Aguilar pinch hitting for Nick Fortes. Fortes drew a walk. John Birdie came to bat with a man on and one out. He struck out swinging. And the final man to bat this afternoon making his return to the lineup after the hamstring issues was Jazz Chisholm. He struck out. Kenley Jansen picked up his 12th save of the season for the Atlanta Braves, and the Braves beat the Marlins by a final score of 6-3. Hernandez, four innings, seven hits, four runs, all earned. He is the loser. Max Fried, the winner, six innings, six hits, a run. It was earned, three walks and five strikeouts. Miami bullpen good outside of the hiccup by Tommy Nance, Jackson Stevens, A.J. Minter, and Kenley Jansen. Uh, tossed three innings out of the bullpen. They allow one run, or two runs all earned on one hit, one walk, and four strikeouts. Uh, that is the job by the Atlanta bullpen this afternoon. And let's see here, offensively for Miami today, uh, Solaire was the, the biggest uh, threat for the Miami offense. Two for three at the plate, a couple of the runs scored, three RBIs, a pair of home runs, the tenth time in his career that he hits multiple home runs in a ball game. Uh, Nick Fortes, really nice to see Nick in his return to the big leagues this season. He collected two hits in his return, so certainly more of that coming for Miami. Uh, but unfortunately, when it was all said and done, the Marlins just did not have enough offense, and they did not get good enough work from Eliezer Hernandez on the mound in this ballgame today. Well, not a good day for Eliezer Hernandez yesterday, and the Marlins cough up game three in a rubber match. Atlanta beats them 6-3. to three. Before we hear from Donnie, we'll take a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins 6-3 loss to the Braves yesterday afternoon in Atlanta. Donnie, we'll start with uh, the start from Eliezer. Three more home runs today. What did you see from him in particular, especially uh, with the home runs? Well, I think a couple of them, just the slider that didn't slide. Looked like a couple spinners. And then I think the other one's a missed location, you know, with the fastball. To the other one, Zuna. I think he leaves it kind of right in the middle, I believe. So, yeah, just... Um, yeah, gets us behind the eight ball there early. Solely gets us out on the board. Um, yeah, just gets you chasing all day from the beginning. He looked good a couple days ago out of the bullpen. Did you maybe notice a different approach from him when he was coming out of the pen the other day? No. As for Freed, what made him so tough? I thought he did a pretty nice job with him, actually. Uh, I felt like we had some good at-bats. Um, Nick swung the bat good against him. Uh, we had first and second there that inning. Uh, Bird hits a ball and slices it in that hole over there that Albies makes a play on, makes it look easy, but the ball's got a chance to go through for me. I thought we were okay with him. And so Lair, one of the ones, handled him pretty well, two home runs. Do you feel like he's really you know, hit a stride? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you never know with Soli, right? But uh, he's he's been working. He hasn't felt great lately. He's been, he has been did a little extra work here the first day in, um, and obviously today it pays off. But, uh, you know, Soli's always dangerous. Uh, you never know exactly how a guy's going. You usually see the at-bats. The at-bats haven't been quite like him at that little stretch. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's fine. There was a inning, I think, the fifth, first two guys reach. Birdie was up. Was there any consideration to maybe bunt, try to get them over because the lead runner's a bit on the slower side and, you know, Freed's a good defensive pitcher? What is that, the 4-1? At 4-1? Yeah. No, there really wasn't a thought to bunt there. Is there a way, though, I know I think we've mentioned before, you know, home runs are there, this and that, but just to kind of get maybe rallies going, just to keep them going, whether it's moving, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to move runners, or not trying to not do it, but I think you are who you are. You're built, you're built for power. we got a bunch of guys that, you know, you feel like you're going to hit the ball in the seats and don't really run. 
you know, if you talk about, uh, you know, Avi runs a little bit, but we get to Coop and Aggie and uh, Soli doesn't run. Uh, you know, there's a number of guys that just don't run. And so you, you kind of are what you are. Uh, you talk about Nick Fortes, though, just thoughts on how we did behind the plate with Eliezer and then offensively? Yeah, it's hard to tell with behind the plate. Um, obviously, you, you know, you're seeing, seeing what's going on. Mel will look at the sequences and how they went. And, um, you know, obviously it's the first time with him. You know, we bring a guy in that they're probably not totally comfortable with. You know, there's going to be a break-in period where he starts to get comfortable, starts to know our guys. Uh, hopefully that's quick and uh, we move on from there. And he, he's doing okay, right, because I know he got hit. Uh, yeah, he, he got grazed. It wasn't a... It wasn't, a, it wasn't one of those solid ones. He just kind of nicked him on top, moving by. Have Blyer's first time out since coming back. What did you make of his adding? Oh, good. I mean, a lot of pitches, uh, which, you know, that part of the order, we needed to get him out there and get him working. Um, he threw some pitches, but, you know, getting the zero is really what you want. Um, really, since we've kind of crossed over into May, he's been better than he got hurt. Or not hurt, but, you know, had, the, had his deal. He was out for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's good to get him out there, get him back in the mix. Floral back-to-back uh, clean innings. Do you feel like he's settled in? He's getting better. His stuff's ticking up. You know, we, we see him touch uh, 92. You know, for the most part, 91 highs, hit 92. Every once in a while, he'll click a 93. So uh, he's starting to get the ball where he wants. He needs to get the ball where he wants. Right? I don't think he's back to where he was last year. You don't see quite the finish, but he's getting better. What's sort of the challenge? Obviously, Jazz was out a week. Birdies, you know, just coming back from Wendell, just for guys who have missed a bit of time to maybe find their footing again and pick up where they had lost off. Uh, you never know. Honestly, some guys come back and they're good right away. Uh, it's more physical for us that, you know, I'm, you know, you know they're going to be who they are. Uh, it's more about, uh, you know, like, you know, Bert, we, we went three in a row. Joey, we weren't really willing to do it. Jazz, we're not going to – you're not going to be able to just go run him out there all of a sudden five, six, seven straight. We're going to have to – we have to watch out for these guys for just a little bit, and then once they get their footing, then we can feel like let them go. So the Braves beat the Marlins 6-3. to three. Hernandez falls to Freed. Jansen with his 12th save of the season. It's a quick turnaround for Miami today in Denver, Colorado at Coors Field. It's the one and only annual trip into Denver for the Marlins this season. And on this Memorial Day, it'll be a 2-10 start locally in Colorado, a 4-10 first pitch. Pablo Lopez versus the right-hander Ryan Feltner. We'll be on the air at 340 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.